Hello! What is up? How are you doing? How are you doing? I hope you're doing great, okay? And for this podcast, I want you to be doing something good for yourself. Take ownership, whatever you're doing right now. I don't want you to be scrolling through Instagram. I want you to be doing something good for yourself. Make a meal, go on a walk, stretch, or just sit and be still, which I'll talk about a little bit, actually. Just do something good for yourself that you will look back on and be proud of. Remember, instilling those good habits into our life. So, I have I have a lot of notes today. Notes. Notes are good, but I, I just keep writing a lot, which is good. I have a lot to share. And I'm stoked to get into it. But I just want to say, uh, sorry about the cheesiness, but I have gotten a lot of people that have reached out to me. And some messages have brought me to tears a little bit, seeing how much I've been able to help people with my podcast already which is crazy to me and means a lot to see that me putting myself out there is really benefiting people and it's just cool to see it actually actually working out and helping people uh, that's the whole goal so thank you for everyone who's reached out everyone listening to this it's crazy to know that I'm actually benefiting people and like helping them in their life I don't know it's crazy but just truly thank you for whoever whoever is listening to this and you're amazing and I just thank you for being here and the messages I've gotten are just thank you just thank you is all I got to say so now what you came here for mindset and I just want to start talking about it so uh we spend a lot of time in our heads and I think or I know that I know that we spend a lot of time in our heads so let's make it a nice place to be And I also said, your mind can be a weakness or a weapon, depending on how you train it. And so we'll try to weaponize our minds a little bit today. And then from another, I'll say from another podcast I heard, uh, they said this line that contradicted something that I've always said. I've always said, mindset is everything. But then this podcast came out, and when I was listening to it, it said, mindset isn't everything. And I was like, oh, what? (laughs) I'm like, oh yeah, definitely sounded like they just came after me because that's what I'm like yeah mindset is everything and they say mindset isn't everything mindset impacts everything and I think that's a much better way to think about it because you can't mindset your way into running a marathon you can't like you can have a good mindset towards it but you can't run a marathon unless you have the physical preparation for it as well like you can't fully just mindset your way into doing something I know that grammatically doesn't make sense but I think you know what I'm getting after So mindset impacts everything. It isn't absolutely everything in your life. There are other aspects that build up the actions you take and what you do, but mindset impacts everything, basically. How you think about yourself, how you feel about yourself, how you talk to yourself, that impacts your relationship with yourself, which therefore, and hence, impacts the relationships you have with other people and how you view the world. Okay, now this is an example from a book, and it kind of demonstrates the principle of the law of attraction, which is this cool idea. It's... It's got a spiritual side, but like, okay, so I think about it as whatever you believe and whatever you're willing to see is what you'll see in the world, but it's also whatever you put out into the world is what you'll attract back into your life. And so I I use this example with my friends at dive practice when they get in this de- self-deprecating like death loop hole <laughs> where they they do a hurdle, which is part of your dive, and it goes wrong, and then and they're like, oh, I messed up my hurdle. Now I'm going to mess up this. And now I can't even do this. And I don't know how to do this. And I have a test tomorrow. And everything seems to start going wrong, right? And like, like once one thing goes wrong, the whole world crumbles. And 
it's because your mindset. It's not because the whole world is just turning against you suddenly. It's because of your mindset and how you're subconsciously kind of choosing to view what's happening to you, uh, what's happening for you. So I, I tell this to my friends to shift their mindset, not onto the things that are bad. You're just looking for the things that are bad, but just to shift their mindset. So this is an example I heard from a book that demonstrates the idea of the law of attraction. So look up, look around you right now and notice everything that is green. Looking at everything that's green. Okay, now come back. Tell me what you saw that was red. And you're like, Allie, I wasn't looking for the red. I was looking for green. I didn't see anything that was red. And this goes to show when you're looking for green, green is representing the good in life. When you're looking for the green and you're set on the green, you're believing like there is good thing that, good there are good things that happen, you're going to see it. Likewise, if you focus on the red, all you're going to see is red, so you're not going to see the good things in your life. So whatever you choose to focus on, subconsciously that's what you're going to be looking for in your life. And there was also an example. Oh my Okay, so there's a concept that I think we've all experienced this. Like you hear a new word, you learn it in class maybe, and then you start to see it everywhere. Have, have we all experienced this? There's, it's, it's got a name. It's a psychology principle. Let me look it up. Actually, no, I'm not. Uh, when, when you hear something, then see it everywhere. This would have been something good to look up before, but I did not do that. <laughs> the Okay, the Batter-Mainhoff phenomenon is a phenomenon where you recently learned something and it just appears everywhere, also called the frequency bias or illusion. It's because this thing is like in your front, it's like in the front of your brain. So when you, when you hear it, it just, you're going to notice it. And that just shows like when you have something at the front of your brain and you believe the good things happen, you're going to see them. Just like you'll see that random word that you just learned. So basically that example was there to show that like whatever you truly believe happens you'll see it but if you if you believe the bad things happen and you are only focusing on the bad that's all you're gonna see so I'll get into this thing called an optimistic realist mindset uh, in a couple of my notes but that I think uh, I think of optimism as not believing that every situation is purely good but that there is good in every situation and this law of attraction shows like when you believe that there is good that happens in everything, you'll be able to see it. Like, you'll take a, you'll be faced with a situation and just be able to notice the good in it. Not because everything's going perfectly, but because you have this mindset that you know good things happen and, like, everything happens for a reason and it's all going to come out and lead to a greater good. Like, something bad, something, like, quote, bad could happen, but you see how it's going to develop and, like, teach you something. Okay, then there's this example from a TED Talk I heard, which is that humans cannot comprehend the negative. For instance, think of the ocean. Oh my gosh, I said that wrong. Uh, So, human brains can't comprehend the negative. For instance, don't think of the ocean. Boom. What did you just do? You thought of the ocean. Uh, Or skiing. If you're skiing and you say, don't hit a tree, don't hit a tree, all you're going to be looking at is the tree. So, when you focus on not doing something or you focus on the obstacle that's in the way, that's all you're going to see. Instead, you should be saying, stay on the path, follow the path, because then you're looking at the path and not noticing the obstacles in your way. Your approach to situations is up to you, your mindset, and your perspective towards them. And whatever you put your energy towards, that gets greater in your head. If I put my energy towards the negative things that are happening, that's just going to get greater. Like there's a quote, uh, the grass is greener on the other side. 
and then there's a refute to that which is the grass the grass is not greener on the other side the grass is greener where you water it which i really like and it shows like whatever you put your energy towards that's what's going to get better uh and in this example whatever you put your energy towards that's just going to get greater good or bad like yeah so there's that and okay this is a really i really like this one so it's mental toughness versus toughness and uh, i didn't know the difference at first until i learned about this and it's they gave an example that was toughness is if you are doing a marathon both your legs cramp up and you're like crawling to the finish line and people might be like oh they're so mentally tough like that's but no that was described as toughness when you are so you are so tough that like you could yeah your legs cramp up and you're like crawling physically crawling to finish a marathon that's tough but mental toughness is the mindset that you have such a strong mindset and like confidence in yourself that no one can break it like mental toughness is the focus and toughness is the fitness so mental toughness I have such a strong mental state no one can mess with it like if someone were to come up to me and insult me I'd be like okay like have a nice day because I can just recognize that they're projecting themselves and so I'm so mentally tough and this is also with like getting faced with struggles and athletics or in your life in general when you are faced with a challenge you don't completely break down because you have mental toughness and you've you've trained your brain this way to to know like every situation you're faced with is just going to lead to like who you're going to become and every situation that you're faced with especially the most difficult situations are there to teach you something like god isn't going to just give you wisdom if you ask for it god is going to put you in challenging situations from which you can gain wisdom so the mental toughness idea I really like because I'm just trying to build such a strong mental state that like no one in my life that has like oops okay starting a new recording but I was saying I want to be so confident in myself and in my own mental state that no one's criticism nor praise can affect me and that's kind of the mental toughness idea kind of because well this is kind of <laughs> they're similar so Like, I want to be so confident in myself that no one's criticism nor praise can affect me. Like, and that's easy to be affected by someone who makes fun of you or makes an insult towards you. It's easy to be like, wow, I suck and, like, feel pity for yourself. But that's one of the worst things you can do. And it's also easy to get, like, an inflamed ego if someone compliments you and you're like, oh, yes, I'm so amazing. Like, I can just stop. But, no, I want to be at a point where I'm just, like, kind of in my own little world and just, like, so mentally tough and like so secure in myself that no one good or bad is gonna affect me like I'll listen to them obviously I'll listen and consider what everyone has to say but I'm not gonna let it totally control who I am and the mental toughness is like generally in life when you're faced with a situation you're not just gonna crumble and break down you're gonna have well you have the strong mindset within yourself that you know how to take on situations like anything you're faced with isn't gonna affect you mentally because you're so mentally tough that like you have the focus and you know that you can overcome whatever situation it is because you know it's eventually going to help you and like lead to your greater good and who you're going to become just like all of our past all of our past selves build up to who we are today like I used to uh like okay you know if you see pictures of yourself from like middle school or something and or sometime younger and you're like wow who let me dress like that who let me look like that and like I'm so I was so dumb back then and it's easy to go into this like self-hatred mode of like wow I I can't believe I I was like that 
but I've come to appreciate myself for every stage that I've been through. And when I see myself at older stages or younger stages, I guess, uh, I'm able to appreciate it instead of go into like hating on it because that stage, all of the stages that I've gone through have built up to make the person I am today. Like without going through those awkward stages or like those weird stages or those stages where I'd wear shiny justice clothes, <laughs> like that all built up to who I am today. And without it, I wouldn't be the same. So I've like appreciated myself. I've, I now am able to appreciate myself for every step that I've been through instead of just hating on myself. And it shows growth. If you're able to look back at yourself and be like, wow, I, how did I go out dressing like that? How did I think that was true? Why did I do this? It shows that you've grown since then. And I think that's kind of a beautiful thing. So there's that. <laughs> and then this next principle that you can't control your reaction in life, but you can control your response. And this, so an example is if I get a workout and it's 10 hill sprints, my innate reaction is that sucks. That's going to be hard. Oh my gosh, I don't want to do that. And that, that's just my innate reaction. That's how I would react. But my, I can control my response to that, which, so my reaction, like I said, is wow, that sucks, but I can do it. That sucks, but I, I've done it before. That sucks, but it's going to make me stronger. That sucks, but I'm going to do the best that I can. That sucks, but it's just what you got to do. So you can't control your reaction in life and like kind of understand that you're going to have a reaction no matter what, but you can control your response and your response is what makes up your mindset and your perspective and your view towards life and how you approach it. So I just want us to be able to build a strong one because that's how you talk. That's your self-talk and you have to be your biggest cheerleader in life. Like no one else is going to be that for you. So you can't control your reaction, but you can control your response. So at the end of this, I'll say like, I want you to become more responsible and more aware and take ownership for where your mind goes. Like when you're faced with a challenging situation, how do you respond to it? Like, what do you say in your head? Because whatever is happening is going to be happening, like no matter what. So you might as well have a good mindset towards it because the only thing you can control is your mind. Everything else externally, you can't control. Like, this is another thing. Notice what you can control in your life. Like, you can't control the traffic. You can't really, you can't control the weather. You can't control how someone talks to you, you can only control how you respond to those situations. So don't take your energy out on things that aren't under your control. Like don't put all your energy towards getting mad at if there's traffic. Put your energy towards saying, okay, there's traffic. Okay, I'm going to take this time to listen to a podcast. Okay, someone responded poorly to me. That's just a reflection of themselves. And I'm so confident in myself, it's not going to affect me. So notice what is in your control and what's not because there's a lot of things that are outside of our control that I feel like we focus on and we think we can control and we stress over but realizing what's in your control and what's not is a a cool thing because then you can just not worry about but like focus on what's in your control and it's like things are the things that are out of my control I can't I could worry about them but what is that going to do for me nothing like I I did this interview and I was really stressed out about it because I, I was stressed about my performance that I was going to do for it and like normal I, I really cared about it so I was stressed and so I, I was stressed for the interview but after it happened I was relieved I was like okay I'm done because it was all out of my control at that point like I did I did my part of the interview I I was interviewed and then I knew all of it after that was just under their control of like choosing what candidates they were going to nominate from the interview so I that point I noticed like 
everything was out of my control after I did the interview. Instead of contemplating and like focusing on all of the things that I said maybe awkwardly or things that I didn't say that I wanted to I was just well I felt really good about it I was like I did everything I could I it's done now and I'm proud of myself and I'm just gonna see what happens like it's out of my control so I better not like stress about it because I can't do anything about it it's out of my control and then kind of on that note I said everything you want in life is within you Waking up early, working out, that job, trying that out that new skill, talking to that person, it's all in your control. No one can do these things for you. So that, I mean, that's kind of a different topic, but yeah, no one can do these things for you. Everything you ever want starts and ends with you. No one else is going to walk in and just do these things for you in your life. So, okay, this one, this one's funny. Stay with me here. There's a story. Okay. <laughs> I said, what you tell yourself, you'll believe. And then I said how people at dive practice say that they're cold. And then how I say cold is a state of mind. So there's a story behind this one. Because my older brother used to say to me, cold is a state of mind. So my like 10-year-old self started saying it also. Because I had an older brother, so I just thought everything he said was magic and true and wise. Uh, so, So he said that. And I would go into gymnastics practice to my friends and... We had early practice on Saturday mornings and everything was freezing. The bars felt like ice cylinders and our feet would feel like our toes are going to fall off because it was so cold. And my, fr- maybe not that dramatic, <laughs> but it was, it was cold in the mornings. And my friends at gym would be like, wow, it's really cold. I'm cold. I'm cold. And I would tell them cold is a state of mind just because my older brother said it. And I mean, that wasn't really a good way to make friends just in general. Like telling people that is it's not really a good way to make friends. So they were already my friends anyway but I stopped saying that for a while but now I say it again because I said this earlier how whatever you focus on becomes bigger and becomes more prevalent in how you're viewing things like if I'm just telling myself cold it's cold it's cold I feel cold oh my gosh it's so cold that's all you're focusing on you're putting all of your energy towards that so of course it's going to be more prevalent and that's all you're going to think about and that's all you're going to feel so the grass gets greener where you water it. And if you're watering the fact that everything is cold, that's all you're going to think. So you're just focusing on that. Like acknowledge these thoughts when you get them, fix them and challenge them and say like, yes, it's cold, but like focus on your breathing. Yes, it's cold. It's going to be cold either way. You complaining about it is not going to do anything. You're, you can't change that here. That's something you can't control. You can't control the weather. So let's pick a better mindset towards it you complaining about it that's not going to change it it's going to be cold one way or another so let's form a good mindset towards it and say like oh it's cold this is like the world is challenging me they're trying to see how well I can respond to this challenge so like I'm going to control my breathing and like focus on what I can and I over this break I've been over winter break I was going in the ocean uh, almost every day without a wetsuit and it was like 55 and I was loving it I was literally going Wim Hof mode Wim Hof is this ice man he does crazy ice baths he's he holds world records for just withstanding really cold temperatures and he has this breathing technique I don't know what it is but it's some breathing technique and he with like this way of breathing he has been able to cure sickness and you can look him up Wim Hof and anyway I was going like Wim Hof mode but uh, cold exposure is really good for you it's it's a f- obviously a form of like physical therapy muscle recovery but actually let me look it up cold water exposure 
benefits because it is very good for you. It gets the blood pumping and just makes you feel, I don't know, it's, it's really good for you. So Google says less muscle soreness, like I mentioned, uh, may ease symptoms of depression, boosts boost your immune, immune system, imp- improves circulation, deepens your sleep, boosts your energy levels, reduces inflammation, improves your mood, and improves your metabolic function. Okay, so cold exposure, I mean, obviously, it's a good thing for you. And it's like a challenge for the mind. How can you withstand those temperatures, like controlling your breathing? Because you can't control the temperature, but you can control your mindset towards it. So just complaining about it and focusing on that is not going to make it any better. So I know it's annoying when I tell my teammates, like, cold's a state of mind, suck it up. But uh, this is my reasoning behind it, because you can't control it. And complaining is not going to make it better. Yeah, all right, sorry, I, I repeated myself a lot, but there's that one. And, okay, I like, by the way, I'm just reading through some notes in my phone, and I'm just, like, going off the little ideas that I jotted down. Uh, so that's, like, what I'm reading from, by the way. And not comparing yourself to others, this this mindset. And I'm just trying to be better than I was yesterday. I'm just trying to be better than the person I was last year. Uh, there's a quote. I don't care who's doing better than I am because I'm doing better than I was yesterday. For real. Like, you are only competing against yourself. Or else it's not a fair comparison. You can't compare your own fitness, um, fitness, like, what's the word, (laughs) journey, or, like, you can't compare anything in your life to another person's progress accurately, like, it doesn't make sense, they live a, they lead a different life, they're probably a different age, they have a different lifestyle, different house that they grew up in, it's not fair to compare yourself, like, it's just not accurate, and the only person I'm trying to be better than is the person I was yesterday, I'm my biggest competitor in life, like, that's the only fair comparison there is, and, that's, again, seeing what's in your control. What's in my control is making myself a better person. What's not in my control is how my friend is doing, or how, like, this random person on the internet is doing. Like, that's way out of my control. But how I'm doing, I can control that. I can control my progress and, like, yeah, that kind of thing. Uh, Okay, this one's fun. I wrote, failure, period. Quote, don't worry about failure. Worry about the chances you miss when you don't even try. Okay, I know this is cheesy, but uh, trying something new and potentially failing is is uncomfortable for humans, right? We don't like that. We don't like feeling like we're not good. We don't like feeling like we're in an uncomfortable situation. We don't. We like comfort. We seek comfort. Uh, so if we think about a new thing like surfing or taking up any activity, but I'm just using surfing as an example. So I want to surf and I walk up and I see all these really good surfers absolutely shredding and... And I'm just thinking, wow, I shouldn't even try now because I'm not going to be as good as they are. Like, I'm not good. I shouldn't even try. And that's kind of how we think about it. But you're not going to get any better by sitting on the side and not trying. Everyone starts somewhere. And there's another cheesy quote. You don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. Like, No one's going to be absolutely perfect when they start something. That's why you start. You start to get good. Like, everyone has a starting point, and no one's perfect at the start. That's why you start, to get better. And so just know, like, you're not going to get better by avoiding whatever it is. Like, that's not how you get better. You have to be able to be humble enough to start something new, know that you're going to mess up, know that you're going to learn from it, and just try your best. Whatever happens, you learn from it. Going in with that mindset is really powerful because then it's like you can just take on whatever you want and know that no one, literally no one cares. Like... So something like surfing is a good example because it's hard. If you want to start surfing, you're like, well, I'm going to look like an absolute kook out there, wiping out, nosediving. Yeah, 
but that's how you learn that's how you learn by looking dumb maybe and messing up but that is literally how you learn you can watch as many youtube videos as you want but the only way to get better at something is to physically practice it so there's that going into new things and taking on new things with the mindset that i'm not going to be perfect at it but that's why i'm starting it so i can get better i'm just going to do the best i can and learn from whatever happens like yeah there's that one and okay i i wrote another note on this which says being humble enough to do a new thing is a beautiful thing you learn more you're humbled and you put yourself out there and accomplish something new uh so yeah yeah all right and then this next one uh, your character is not defined on a fun day when everyone's happy and there's rainbows in the sky and it's your birthday and you're eating cake your true character is defined by how you act and react in times of stress struggle and hardship so i think mindset contributes to that because your mindset is only as good as it is when you're in an uncomfortable situation and i hope we i'm hoping with this i i can introduce you into like new perspectives and ideas to build your mindset a little bit tougher and weaponize your mind like i said in the beginning because like your mindset is only as good as it is in a hard situation that's when it matters that's when it matters what kind of mindset you've built up because if you can't utilize a strong mindset in a tough situation like you don't have one then and that's that's what i'm trying to do with this is like build up your mindset from things that i've learned that have helped me build a stronger mindset to approach situations with so just know like it's not defined in a time of happiness it's defined when everything's quote going wrong and like how you respond to that is kind of how it says a lot about your mindset and it's very telling okay this is i've mentioned this before uh in life optimism is good but uh in athletics at least i found it very important to have a realistic optimist mindset a realist optimist mindset so if you're too optimistic to the point where you think everything is going to be perfect you're shocked when something actually goes wrong whereas a realist you know you're going to go out somewhere and do your best uh, you expect things to go wrong so you prepare a realist like you know things are going to go wrong and you prepare for them you're real about what could happen but if you're so optimistic i think about this in terms of athletics then you just think everything's going to go perfect and when something actually is like when you're at fault and something like you mess up then you're shocked and i saw this with my friend at dive she hurt her foot and she was just sitting there like so too optimistic about it she's like no i'll be back tomorrow like right and her ankle was like the size of a tennis ball black and blue from swelling and inflammation and she's like no i'll be back tomorrow like it's fine right like it's not even that bad and she was so optimistic about the situation that she was like blinded by the fact that it actually happened and she was so shocked when it truly happened because initially she was so optimistic about it she's like no nothing's ever gonna go wrong like it's perfect and i've definitely been in that mindset too but uh i heard this example from a podcast which is like preparing for meets and competitions and just life in general it's important to go in with an optimistic realist mindset knowing that things are going to go wrong that's how we learn in life that is literally why things go wrong so we can learn from them and sometimes have funny stories to tell after the fact but mainly so we can learn from them and oh wait first i defined optimistic i first i defined realist realistic optimism which is knowing that there's good in every scenario not that everything is purely good but that there is good in every scenario i'm gonna do my best be prepared for every possible obstacle and whatever happens i'll learn from it so this was the example from the podcast that 
Michael Phelps and his coach, they have this thing called, like, play back the tape. So they prepare for every possible situation that can go wrong in a meet. For example, goggles fall off, goggles fill up with water, cap breaks, suit comes off, like, he misses the wall when he does his turn, and he comes up from his dolphin kicks five meters behind everyone else. He hits his hand on the lane line. They prepare for every single situation. So when that actually happens in real life, they just... Michael Phelps in his head, he's just like, play the tape back. Like, play the tape that I made up for how I'm going to respond to this. And I thought that was really cool. So that's just, this is a fun thing for you to try to play worst case scenario with yourself. And this is not being a negative thing and like thinking about every bad thing. It's being real. It's being real and preparing for an outcome and how you're going to respond to it. So think about something you that you have coming up in your life or think about a time when you had something like reflect on it or something you have coming up and think like what is the worst thing that could happen and think of everything that could go wrong and then think of how you're going to prepare for it and like what your mindset would be going into it and like think about right now if something happened to you something bad like you had a test but then you got a really bad score or you were in a competition but someone kicked you down and I don't know you fell over like how would you respond to that how would your mind respond to that because I'm trying to build up a strong mindset that when things like that happens you're willing to learn from it and like it sucks in the moment but you know you're gonna learn and it's gonna build you up to like the best version of yourself so there's the realistic optimism thing and I I think this is prevalent for athletes like I said like three times (laughs) Knowing that there's good in every scenario. Not that every scenario is going to be purely good, but that there is good in every scenario. Being willing to see that, or being, I don't know, whatever. (laughs) Uh, The willingness to see that, and just going into situations saying, I'm going to do my best, I'm prepared for every obstacle, and whatever happens, I'm going to learn from it. I'm just doing my best, and I'll learn from whatever happens. Not going into it with the intention that everything's going to be perfect, because then you'll be like my friend who is just shocked when something goes wrong. You're like, no, you you don't even believe it. So let's go into things with a realistic, optimist mindset. Like, things will go wrong, and when they do, we're not shocked because we prepared for them. Okay, now this is a fun little idea about stoicism and the stoic gods. (laughs) This was from a different... I've listened to so many podcasts, I realized, when I uh, talk about my own. So I I heard this idea a long time ago, which is... Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I I dropped my recorder. Um, Anyway, I hope that didn't make like a terrifying noise for you. But everything that we're faced with in life is a test. This is like the stoic idea. Uh, The stoic gods are facing us with a test. And they're just testing me to see how well I can do in this situation. And God only grants us, or whatever greater power you believe in, they only grant us with challenges that we're strong enough to handle. So... Like, you just know that you're going to be faced with challenges that you are strong enough to handle. Like, the universe would never place you in a situation that you're not strong enough for. Like, the reason you're placed in uncomfortable situations is so you can learn and grow from them. So, like, there's that. And I think I said this, that you can't just get wisdom handed to you on a silver platter. You get wisdom through challenging situations. You go through challenging situations from which you gain wisdom. Maybe through messing up or just through the hardship of it. Anyway, the stoic idea that just, like, any challenge you're faced with, don't be like, wow, this sucks. The world's out to get me. Be like, ooh, how well can I respond to this? Like, just, like, 
just think of it as a little game with the universe. Like, they're trying to challenge you and see how well you can respond. These little stoic gods are just trying to challenge you. Okay, and then I also said that feeling pity, feeling pity for yourself is the worst thing that you can do. Nothing, nothing's just going to happen for you. Like, you have to put actions towards your goals. And this is, like, the idea of victimizing yourself in a situation and just feeling so bad. You're like, wow, every the, everything in the world is out to get me. You're only focusing on the negative. You're just victimizing yourself. You're making yourself a victim of your, situ- of your circumstances. Nothing's just going to happen for you. Nothing's going to be handed to you on a silver platter. You have to put actions towards your goals and, like, turn the pain into power, turn the pain into purpose, whatever it is. And, like, no one has the time to go to the gym. No one has the time to journal or get off their phone or cook themselves meals. People make the time for this stuff. When it's a priority, like, you'll make it a priority. And, like, making an excuse, like, just victimizing yourself and saying, oh, I can't do this because of this, because of an outside source that you don't have control over, like, blaming other people. Take ownership, like these things are in or whatever it is if it is in your control like take ownership of it because a lot of things are in our control that we try to blame on outside on outside sources so anyway I was saying like this is back to the little dive mentality that some people get in like my hurdle messed up now I'm not gonna be able to do this and I can't even do this dive and like now I'm gonna mess this what if I mess this up no like you're feeling pity for yourself you're victimizing yourself in your circumstances and you're just focusing on the bad And you're not being optimistic about what could happen. And just being optimistic, like, going into situations knowing I'm going to do my best. And my best is all I can give. That's the best I can do. Anyway, (laughs) I got a little passionate about that one. But no one has the time to do things. People make the time. And nothing happens to you. Everything happens for you. Meaning the sense that nothing happens to punish you. Everything happens for you so you can benefit it benefit from it so you can learn from it okay now this is uh this is i don't know whatever these are just like little notes that i have uh what i think about sometimes so when you feel exhausted this is like a quote i heard but i definitely paraphrased it when you feel exhausted or drained it doesn't mean that you're doing too much it means that you're doing too little of what makes you feel alive and when we don't connect to our inner child or pursue the things that we truly love and take times for ourselves to slow down in the world, we're going to feel exhausted. Also, if you ever try to take a break, but you're constantly like your inner conscious is just yelling at you like, oh, you're not being productive. You're not doing this. You're not doing this. You're never going to appreciate and your body's never going to feel rested because you're constantly just yelling at yourself to do more. And we live in this world where people are so we idolize hyper-productivity. We want to be so productive all the time and just have everything done in one day and always be occupied. But what's what's taught me a lot ha- is just being influenced by nature and, like, nature teaches me to slow down. Uh, we're not, like, humans aren't meant to live a life that is constantly wearing us out to the point where we need artificial resources to keep up. Like coffee. Coffee is an artificial an artificial resource that we use to keep us awake for a day that is over exhausting us like past what our capacity should be and like us humans are not apart from nature we are a part of nature and I'm pretty sure that was on an REI shirt I love REI not a sponsorship but it should be 
uh rei is the most incredible store ever i'm wearing one of their shirts i'm also wearing their shorts right now i also wore their boots to school and their jacket like i have so much i love rei so they i think that was actually from an rei shirt that we are not apart from nature we are a part of nature and knowing like nature gosh i love being out i i I love nature i have a imperfect environmentalist podcast coming out soon by the way or sometime soon so knowing and being able to appreciate and sit with nature is the most therapeutic thing uh working out outside sitting on sitting and looking out at a pretty view reading eating outside just sitting outside and being still and slowing down to the pace of nature is so calming and just being still humans don't like to be still and this is something I'm going to talk about in my relationships podcast like relationships with yourself and other people we don't like to be still and be stuck with our own thoughts and be stuck with our own problems and be vulnerable to our wounds and like what we've been hurt from we don't like to sit with our own thoughts and think about that which is why people distract themselves with friends or by partying or by things that are going to not make you focus on just being with yourself and nature and distance running outside has taught me to be with myself and that's how I got to know myself and like it just all taught me to slow down and just be still and be with myself and get to know my own thoughts and how I respond to things uh, uh, okay on the still thing I wrote we've evolved to focus oh I like this we've evolved as humans to focus more on everything but the present I, I find myself like and I think a lot of people we think about how awkward we were in that conversation or how worried about the next conversation we are and we rarely take time to just breathe in the moment and just Focus on what I can do right now. Not focus on how I messed up in the past. Not focus on how I'm going to make the future perfect. Just focus on what you can do now. Because that's the that's all you can do. The best you can do is do your best right now. And that's, again, like what you can control. You can't control the past. It's very hard to accept, but you can. There's absolutely nothing you can do about it. And the best thing you can do is take what you learned from the past and apply it to what you have moving forward. So... Take a second right now, unclench your jaw, look around you, breathe for a moment. You're okay. You're here. Just appreciate that. Uh, All you can impact and live in is right now. So do that. Just be here with me right now. Whatever you have, you have nothing going, just right now. You are just alive right now. Appreciate that. It is a blessing. And anyway, that's what nature has taught me. Just to slow down like watching a little waterfall or like watching a little pond and just the flowing water it reminds me of how simple just I don't know simplicity at its finest and just slowing down because we're not meant to move at such a fast pace so there's my little nature lesson (laughs) uh oh my gosh okay I didn't know I didn't say this before but I meant to say uh when comparing yourself to other people I don't know why I skipped over this. That makes me sad. Uh, when I said, I don't care who's doing better than I am because I'm doing better than I was yesterday, that kind of mindset that, like, I'm just trying to be better than I was before. I I also said that one's beauty does not take away from your own. Like, maybe a cheesy example, but I don't care. Think about a flower and a sunset. A flower. It's beautiful. I love flowers. They're stunning. Uh, 
think about a sunset. Also, absolutely beautiful. But they look nothing alike. They literally look nothing alike. They have totally different jobs and are affiliated and associated with completely different like duties to fulfill in nature but they're both so beautiful and both have an important role and that that's like people some people are a flower some people are a sunset some people are a tree like everyone is beautiful in their own way and like you can't compare a flower's beauty you can't compare like a flower's progress to the progress of a sunset like that doesn't make sense you can't compare your own progress to someone else's progress like they're so different and just doesn't make sense you have different goals you're different people so there's that little comparison which I like about just just being focused on yourself you can't control what other people are doing you can only control what you're doing so put your energy towards what you can control not towards something that you can't impact because that's just a waste of your energy Okay, hmm. I, I just, I love making these podcasts, I love just getting my ideas out, and if you're listening to this, thank you for, I don't know, it's crazy that people, like, want to listen to my voice. Okay, and then I wrote, this is kind of, kind of almost the last thing, to practice gratitude, because the, okay, the world is, like, increasingly depressing and robbing us of our perceived worth and of our money because the world wants us to think that we're not good enough so we buy their products they want us to buy anti-aging cream they make us look like we're too old and like this is what social media does it makes us feel like we're not good enough and we buy these products to try to be better but none of that is necessary so I just want to say like people are become so needy like I I feel like I've grown up in San Diego with an incredibly supportive family I have friends, beautiful place, and I feel like I've won the lottery at life. Like, <laughs> I I am so thankful for the opportunity that I've been given, just for how I live, literally, and, like, how I was brought up. I've literally won the lottery at life, but I see a lot of other people. Uh, obviously, I don't know everyone's situation, but I see a lot of people who have been given a lot of amazing things, and they still want more. We We are in this world where we always want the newest thing. We want the newest gadget to show off and to just say we have the newest thing like the newest iphone clothes whatever like we're always just looking for the next thing and that that's what that's how companies profit like they want us to think we're not good enough to so we can buy their stuff and anyway i just wanted to stress the importance of practicing gratitude and that could be just like thinking about it or saying it out loud almost as an affirmation or writing it down like being physically like physically writing something down and just being grateful for what you have because that, like, when you're grateful for what you have, it, you just feel much more content. And you're like, wow, I'm very thankful that I have this. And it makes everything, I don't know, I just, <laughs> I just feel like practicing gratitude is a very important thing. It's also a reminder just, like, to be still. Just appreciate what you have because a lot of people don't have what you have. A lot of people probably dream about some aspects of your own life. Like, I bet a lot of people dream about driving a car and, like, having a car or having functioning, a functioning and healthy body, or a supportive family, all these things that I have that I'm so grateful for, and I just, I'm just, like, it's important to practice that, and, like, thank the universe, thank God, or just acknowledge it in general, just be grateful for what you have. Yeah, okay, back to the whole mindset thing, okay, I think I'm almost done, maybe, Okay, yeah, I'm almost done. Uh, This is my little challenge. I want you 
to notice where your mind goes. First thing in the morning, when you look in the mirror during a hard workout, when you do poorly on something, or when you do well on something, how do you talk to yourself? What's your reaction and how do you respond to that? Are you lifting yourself up or are you tearing yourself down? Are you going in a self-deprecation hole? Are you victimizing yourself and saying everything is happening to me and I, like, the whole world's just out to get me? Or are you saying, wow, that sucks, but like, it's going to challenge me and I'm going to learn from it. I'm just going to do my best. Imagine that your little internal mind is like on a megaphone for the whole world to hear. Do you want them to hear what you're saying to yourself? Like, if you're in a hard workout, do you want people to hear you in your own head saying oh there I go again like of course I messed it up like uh, wow I suck or do you want people to hear your little voice projected as oh man I think I just missed it like I did my best I'm gonna do it again and I'm gonna I'm just gonna do my best this time like how you talk to yourself is so important that's how you establish a relationship with yourself which from there impacts how you feel about yourself how you talk to yourself and then from there impacts your relationships with other people and Positive self-talk is kind of important, if I haven't said that already. Uh, you got to be your biggest cheerleader. Uh, no one else is going to do that for you. And you are the only relationship that you're going to have for the rest of your life. Like, pe- people come and go, friends come and go, but you and your mind, you are stuck with that for the rest of your life. So make it a nice place to be, okay? Notice, take ownership for where your mind goes. When you look in the mirror, when you do poorly on something, when you do well, notice where your mind goes and take ownership of it. Say, okay, this is where I'm at, like, this is what I say to myself, and try to, like, retrain your brain with affirmations or whatever, just noticing where your mind goes and then owning it, appreciate, and take ownership of where you are so you can get to where you want to be, because if you don't appreciate almost and, like, accept where you are, then you can't appreciate where you are at the next step. You have to be like, all right, this is where I am, and I'm going to work towards this next step, and, like, appreciate yourself at every step of the journey, and yeah, you're the only person you'll have for the rest of your life. So set your ideals, train, and train your mind by yourself for yourself, and then you'll attract your like-minded people. So notice where your mind goes, and hopefully you can apply any of these techniques I gave you. I don't know, that was a lot. (laughs) And yeah, there's, there's that, my friends. I just want you to notice where your mind goes, and maybe try to change it. Like, see if you get a negative thought in your head, or if you're going down this path of like, wow, this is going wrong now, this is going wrong now, this is going wrong. No, your mind is just seeing the wrong. You are telling, you're subconsciously looking for the wrong. Whatever you look for, you'll see. Remember the law of attraction? If you're looking for green, you'll see all the green. Likewise, if you look for the bad, you'll see all the bad. So there is good, there is good in every situation if you're willing to see it. I will say that. And that's what I'll leave you with. I try not to drag these long drag these on as long as I do but I hope you have a fabulous day all of the power is within you and notice where your mind goes because it's in your control and don't stress over things that are out of your control waste of your energy I know it's easier said than done but also notice what's inside of your control and what's outside of your control and put your energy towards what's in your control just know everything else happens for a reason and use it as an opportunity like if you get stuck in traffic You could be that person that's like, wow, this sucks, and take your energy out on something you can't control, or you could be the person that uses it to your advantage. You use it to brush your hair, or you use it to listen to a podcast. Like, be the person that uses your circumstances to your advantage. Okay, have a fabulous day. You are capable of whatever you want in this world, and please reach out to me if you need anything, and thank you very much for listening 
to this crazy little podcast that I started. So have a great day and peace out. This is me peacing out. Peace out.